Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. How many people can you fit on a scooter? I will give you the answer. I just got back from Bali. The answer is a lot. I saw a scooter, and by the way, there are scooters with like shops on them, literally uh, <laughs> like a liquor store with two wheels, people selling things and converting their scooters into little, uh, uh, little shops with uh, trinkets and all kinds of stuff. But I saw a scooter with uh, a man, a husband, riding it behind him, his wife. His wife was carrying a child, I believe two children, I'm not sure, because they were kind of tucked underneath her jacket. Um, and then there was another child in the front, and it, the, the child was facing the, uh, the dad and sitting um, on the footstand. So you couldn't see the child because, you know, his, the, his legs were covering him, but you knew there was a child there because there were arms coming out from um, the bottom of the scooter. And by the, by the way that the hands were turned, you could tell the child was facing. Basically, the child's head was in uh, dad's crotch. Anyway, um, my, but here's the thing. Like, like that obviously would not work in Los Angeles. I mean, you, you're, you get your children taken away, right? <laughs> that, I mean, can you imagine if there was one accident, the entire family's gone? But I think the reason why it works in Bali is because the kindness of people. And this is kind of my first revelation. The, the people, and I'll tell you how the kindness uh, relates to uh, traffic and why there's so many scooters and why that works. Um, people do honk, but they're little, they're little taps, right? Now, in Los Angeles, people lay on their horn if you, you know, if you walk funny. In Bali, there's just a lot of tapping. No one lays on their horn. So with the amount of scooters and traffic and all of that, um, people are still kind. And I think that's like the ultimate test of kindness because it's usually in traffic and it's usually when we are in our um, metal capsules, when we, are in, when we are in our cars, where we are the most impatient, right? We, we become, I mean, you know, hence road rage. We become different people inside our cars. But in Bali, um, the reason why you can put an entire family on a scooter and I'm not saying that it's safe, but the reason why it works, and and I was there for over a week, and there were no, I didn't see any accidents, and it's crazy how there are people on scooters everywhere buzzing around, uh, you know, no traffic lights, uh, no, basically no rules of the road, and yet there are, there are no accidents, and it's because of kindness, it's because people, um, let you go first or, you know, and, and, and I mean, that being said, there is a little bit of, you know, of course, eye rolling and aggression, but overall the blanket of kindness keeps people safe. And that is my first revelation about Bali is how kind people are and the power of that. So, um, they, 
you know, they bow with the prayed, prayed hands. They're always smiling. There's eye contact. Um, it's an extreme form of kindness that I've never seen before So or experienced. It's a kind of kindness where if you were to do that here in Los Angeles, people would think you're being fake. Right, people. They, it's like above and beyond, over the top kindness, where people are like, "Oh, this person can't be real. They're annoying. They're they're fake." Um, but because everyone's like that in Bali, and, and I'm not talking about the tourists, I'm talking about the locals. It's kind of the standard. And so, um, what a reminder, you know, to kind of go back to just being kind to people, you know. And so that was, uh, um, it was eye opening, and it was. Um, a great reminder for me, all the people that, uh, from the drivers to, uh, the people that worked in the, the restaurants to, you know, just, uh, just every local there, uh, extremely kind and friendly and just, uh, warm hearted. My second revelation is, so I, I, uh, actually was talking to, um, I was talking to, uh, one of my drivers, so in Bali, you, you have drivers like, you know, like, like you have Uber here in, in the city. And um, I was asking him if he was happy, basically. And he said yes, in a very obvious way. And I was just kind of thinking about his life. He spends most of his life driving, pe- driving people around. Um, I believe he had children, married, because in Bali, you know, you, by, by the age of 25, you already have kids, you're married, um, you have a family. And he's, he was just extremely happy. And I, and I said, you know, how, how do you, how do you get there? How, why are you happy? (laughs) And it was, um, his answer was basically, why are you not? You know, um, his answer was basically because I don't think too much because I'm happy because I just am because whatever I'm doing, I'm doing (laughs) and I'm happy about it. We'll be right back after this brief message. In today's age, it's really hard to find the time to sit down and learn more, especially if you're like me and you're constantly on social media. So I want to recommend an app I just discovered called Blinkist, the only app that takes the best key takeaways, right? It's like the cliff notes, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can have things in a shot glass so you can read and or listen to. So 8 million people right now are on Blinkist, and uh, this means that there's a massive growing library from self-help to business to history to whatever you want to uh, listen to. I like Blinkist because, like I said, it's basically in less than 15 minutes, I can feel like I can fast-track my path to a more intelligent, informed, healthy me. Blinkist has a special offer for you. Go to Blinkist.com slash angry to start your seven-day free trial. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash angry, and get your seven-day free trial right now. Um, and, it, and, and, and listen, I get that he... Unlike most of us who have been, you know, raised in a culture where um, happiness means uh, you have to have things or 
um, happiness means achievement or happiness equals, you know, being in love or finding quote unquote the one or whatever, um, you know, that's, that's programming. And of course, you know, there's advertising and, and all of that, 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 uh, not that there isn't advertising in Bali, but it's very different there in that he wasn't raised, um, brainwashed that your happiness is tied to things and achievement and all the things that, that, um, you know, we are, uh, uh, programmed to believe as we grow up. Right. So I get that. And so the revelation is this, um, it's just that it's just that we have been programmed. It's that if you take a human and, uh, put them on an Island where, uh, things are very simple and, there's a slower pace of life and people actually look into each other's eyes and there's kindness and there's spirituality and there are lots of ceremonies and things that are greater than yourself, then, then happy is, is not something that um, is so profound or happy isn't something that is unreachable or that is in a distance, but it just is, it just comes with life, right? It just comes with living and being present and being mindful and um, being grateful and, and um, what a great reminder, because I think that um, here, especially in Los Angeles, and if you live in a big city, uh, maybe New York, San Francisco, or wherever, um, the pace of life is so fast, and everyone is running towards something. And, you know, the thing is that as we run towards something, we're usually running away from ourselves. So there's this constant chasing of, quote unquote, happy. And the reminder, the revelation is that um, happy is not um, outside of ourselves. That, uh, you know, the, 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 when I asked that question, the look that he gave me um, was basically, uh, I don't understand how you can be happy, how, how you cannot be happy as long as you're alive. And uh, that really hit home. And as I get older, um, I'm really trying to practice that. And I know it's harder uh, for me than him because of, uh, all the billboards that I have <laughs> seen and all the advertisements and commercials and all that. Um, but uh, the beauty is I know that it's possible. The beauty is that we can change. Um, the beauty is that uh, it doesn't matter where you live. If you practice being happy with wherever you are um, and being grateful and enjoying uh, whether it is the uh, sun setting or, a, you know, a celebration of something or maybe something amazing happened to you. It doesn't matter um, what it is. What matters is your engagement with it, your relationship with it. And so it can be a cup of coffee or it can be someone proposing to you. It could be uh, the corner office, right? That's okay. Or it could be a promotion or whatever. Um, happy can come in all forms, but I really believe um, it's not tied to those things. It's 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 a way of being, and I think that uh, the things, the stuff that are that that, that are external, um, those of course can make you happy, but they shouldn't be the only things that that make you happy. If that makes sense. Anyway, that was my other revelation, and then my final revelation from my Bali experience is that when you travel, and this is coming from someone who has not traveled much at all, um, I've only been to Italy 
Uh, that was one of my, my big trips. I was after my divorce, and, and that was an amazing trip. So I went to Italy, uh, Florence, Italy, which is breathtaking with the art. And every every um, every building is a work of art. It's, it's, uh, you can't walk around and not notice <laughs> um, the amount of beauty in the streets. And that, that includes the people, too. I don't know how uh, Italian people are so attractive and so, so thin and they're eating pizza and pasta all day. Well, part of it, I think, is portions. And part of it is, uh, I think, there's less chemicals in their food. But anyway, um, that was Italy. And then I went to Barcelona for just a couple of days. And um, that was also amazing. Um, where else did I go? That was my big trip, and then just recently, um, Bali. That was my second. That was the. That's the first time I've ever been in Asia. Although I was born in Korea, this is the first time I've ever been to Asia. Never been to Korea. Um, and then on the way to Bali, we stopped by. Uh, we stopped at Singapore for a couple of days, and so I got to see Singapore. And my my revelation is that the world is big. My revelation is that when you travel and you experience. Not only um, different foods and all of that, but the culture, right? Um, customs. So one of the things about Singapore is it's spotless. Like there isn't one piece of graffiti. I didn't see one homeless person. There, there wasn't one gum wrapper. Um, and I don't know how they do it, but that city is like, it's like detail. It's pristine. It's amazing. It's like um, you could eat off the floor. And I believe that they, it's like that because they're very strict about, um, you know, uh, vandalism and all of that. And, and I think I think the I'm not sure, but I think the, the consequences if you um, chew gum is, you know, you'll get like beaten with the stick. I don't know, but <laughs> whatever they're doing, it's working because their city is spotless. Um, my point is the the difference, right? The difference between. Uh, different cultures and different places and what um, what they place value on, you know. So like Bali is all about um, ceremony and spiritual, uh, uh, living a spiritual life and kindness and, and all of that. Um, Singapore was very interesting because it was like the uh, the contrast between the colonial old school buildings, which are uh, beautiful, and then right next to the street, there's like giant malls and Ferraris. And so... A really interesting, um, an interesting place. So, the big revelation is that travel expands you, and I think that we sometimes get so um, narrow-minded by our own culture, lifestyle, routines uh, that it's good to travel, even if it's you know it doesn't have to be across the world. It could be um, a different town. It could be a two-hour drive somewhere, um, but when you travel, uh, you realize that you know that that we don't just live in a bubble, and that the world is big, and people are different, and uh, and that's what makes us beautiful. And what I think um, is great is that when you travel and you have that shift, or you experience a different culture, food, custom, whatever, uh, you get to bring that home with you. Meaning, you get to bring back not only your experience, but you get to bring back new lenses. And I think that's really powerful because if a lot of people are traveling, then they're coming back um, different and bringing back pieces of um, not only where they traveled, but they're bringing back um, 
appreciation, the bringing back, you know, a different way to see the world. And I think that is um, needed. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Anyway, Bali was an amazing experience. And uh, if you follow me on social media, I tried to, I tried to uh, document it as much as possible. Um, I could actually see myself living there for like three months and just um, learning to surf and um, getting some tattoos and and um, talking to myself like I'm doing now and uh, growing spiritually and all of that. It is very humid, though. I gotta say, <laughs> it's one of the. Th- it's very hot and humid. But um, other than that, um, if you see all of Bali, not just parts of it. It really is. It can it can be like a parallel a paradise. It really can. Anyway, thank you for listening, and um, I wanted to remind you that uh, if you haven't gotten my audio course yet, no more unhealthy relationships, and um, not really a creative title, but <laughs> but a title that's very accurate in the the way that I feel as far as. Um, how passionate I am about helping people uh, be in healthier relationships because I get to see and experience and hear all the stories of relationships that are toxic and I see the the damage of them. So um, I have like a nine-hour audio course. Uh, and if you like this podcast, you'll love my audio course. It's called No More Unhealthy Relationships. And you could find it on my Instagram or my website. Just click my bio link, and uh, my Instagram is at the Angry Therapist. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, two things. One, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And two, if you find any of this dialogue helpful, please share it with someone who you believe it can help as well. The whole point of this is to create a conversation that can help others. And also, if you want me in your phone, I am now sending text once a week to people. All you have to do is text the number 55222, uh, keyword angry, all caps, A-N-G-R-Y, and I will send you a text about once a week. This is not a bot. This is directly from me. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach, or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life, learn more about our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive We are an evidence-based training program with an amazing, authentic, vibrant community, and we give lifetime support. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coach Training.